Welcome, everybody, to the Mental Health Hour. This is episode 49. We'll be talking about stalking and harassment today. This is a viewer-requested episode, mm -hmm. um, and we still have uh, a list from you guys from the Discord and from um, uh, the website and stuff <clears throat> on requesting an episode. It's also uh, in our bio link. I'll put that up there real quick. At the bottom, bio.link slash TMHH. Um, if you scroll about halfway down our links, you'll see request an episode. That's mm -hmm. always there for you. We love doing viewer requested stuff uh, to keep it fresh um, and to keep it aimed towards our live audience as well. Mm -hmm. um, because you guys are just as much a part of this show as we are. Um, and guests as well. If anybody wants to be a guest, there's a uh, there's a form on there to request to be a guest as well. Indeed. Um, uh, that being said, welcome on in, Demi. Welcome, Hattie. Good to see you guys. Uh, first on deck, the two of you, and then we'll have some more folks trickling in. And uh, a special welcome and hello to our replay viewers over there on YouTube. Uh, the replay is available uh, about a day or two after Mm -hmm. uh, stream um, as I like to cut it down a little bit, edit out some of the beginning and end, and um, just get the meat of the show for YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, so I upload that about a day or two later. Um, so they're all uh, available there, also in our bio link. And uh, yes, so that being said, Gemma, how are you today? I'm not too bad. Not too bad. We've got Thomas's final bone marrow results tomorrow. And all being well, a few more weeks and he'll be finished chemo forever. And ringing the bell. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Amy, Amy, thank you for the 100 bits. We appreciate. Um, and as always, I'll just say it now. We usually do say it at some point all of the bits and subs and everything like that, uh, all the monetization we get from this show goes right back into the show. Um, we use the bits and, and uh, the cash outs we would receive from doing this show to buy uh, things like this StreamYard uh, subscription mm -hmm. so that we can put the show on better. Uh, StreamYard has been an excellent transition for us. Um, I can't say enough about the product that StreamYard has here and how we're able to multicast to Twitch and other platforms. However, we mainly just use it for Twitch, but it totally takes OBS out of the equation, which is good for a show like this. Mm -hmm. When you're dealing with a lot of chat and then slides and stuff that can, that can really, um, it's, you gotta be, you gotta know your way around OBS to be fluid with it and not make it look so, um, chopped up so even if you know your way around it like it has to like you in return as i found <laughs> it just i i can do the stuff on it but it just never wants to work so this yeah. is by far easier yep yep mjm michael joseph murray in the house good evening to you and i do ever i do we're not there yet hello um awesome so Gemma mm -hmm. is gonna be running point on tonight's episode uh, stalking and harassment. I'm still, I'm still in last week's episode of sleep deprivation. Uh, 
Penelope's doing just fine for those of you wondering, and I'm sure we'll talk about her at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, she is doing well. She's napping right now. So good timing. So Gemma, uh, we're going to kind of flip flop a little bit on what we normally do. Gemma's going to run mm -hmm. and I'm going to read the slides and stuff, but yeah, we're all still here and we're having a good time. Um, any questions in the chat as always, please, uh, feel mm -hmm. free to come on in and join in, in the conversation. Let us know how this relates to you. Yes. <laughs> as Craig, <laughs> Craig. As Craig comes in. <laughs> not stalking you, I promise. Not at all, no. Perfect. All right, Gemma, go for it. All right, so stalking and harassment. I think a lot of people assume stalking is something only in person, like if someone's actually following you. And that's not the case at all um, with stalking. It doesn't have to be just following you when you go out. It can be like checking all of your social medias constantly, like following you around, seeing what you're doing there. Um, to, to put it bluntly, they say that stalking is classed as repeated and unwanted behavior. It can be phone calls, text messages, showing up at your property, um, anything like that that is unwanted. It doesn't have to be threatening. It's just something that the person, the receiver of this behavior doesn't want. And it is repeated over a number of like days, weeks, months, years even. And it means that the person who is on the receiving end of this has to change their lifestyle to try and stop that happening because it's not wanted behavior. And it states that the most common types of um, stalking and harassment are things like um where are we hang on so it's like constantly calling you constantly like messaging you showing up where you're at things like that um it can be cyberbullying sexual harassment third party harassment discriminatory harassment um even like going onto your social media accounts and posting things on there, unwanted things on there. And it's it's not just like the odd one or two times, it's constant. And even after you say no, it continues and continues to the point where you really need to get somebody involved, like the police, uh, the local authorities and things. Otherwise, it can end rather badly and I think that they say that the most common person that is likely to stalk someone is an ex-partner sure. uh, ex-husband ex-partner something like that but it can be anyone you know there's some slides on here are we all right to go into them pretty quick now uh, yeah you had a video too I don't yeah. know but um real quick uh it is, as Gemma was saying, um, stalking, I mean, it can happen over a multitude of, of ways or harassment in just its own mm -hmm. word. Now, those two kind of go hand in hand, I feel. Uh, however, um, the ex-partner thing is, is huge, obviously, because mm -hmm. uh, if it's ended on bad terms or uh, the relationship is ended on bad terms 
mm-hmm. or you know both people not being on the same page uh it really affects the uh, uh the pursuer i guess you would say uh, yeah the one who but was not ready to end the relationship yet is going mm-hmm. the, their mental health is now in a tailspin mm-hmm. while um while whoever the other party may be is out having a good time and what have you and was ready to move on so i mean it does it's a two-person it's a two-way street right so mm-hmm. amicable breakups or or um, you know, where you're both on the same page and it's just time to end the relationship. Obviously mm-hmm. they work out fantastically. Um, but if it's a, a sudden thing, that's when you start running into these, these problems where uh, it's a lot of Facebook stalking, a lot of uh, social mm-hmm. media in general. Um, not, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's just easier nowadays to do the social media stalking. And Definitely. you know, they're trying to drive your car around and find people. <laughs> um, but yeah, with with social media and and especially with the COVID nineteen pandemic, mm-hmm. um, everything everybody's gotten a lot more tech savvy, um, and a lot of things are done via online and everything. So, uh, moving forward with the cyber stalking, it would be. Uh, fair to say that it's just quite a bit of, you know, what's going on as far as um, ending a relationship in, in, for example. And it's really easy now, if you, somebody wanted to stalk somebody, like I, I pretty much everybody has one of these mm-hmm. and there are, there are apps and things that you can get that are disguised as something else that they are not. And, the person doesn't, if they are really well up on technology, they don't even have to have hold of your phone. And then, I, like, the air tags that you can get, that is a really, really scarily easy way of stalking somebody because they can just slip it. It's so small. They can just slip it into your bag, your coat, your car, and it doesn't have to be, like, it, it's not something big and it can go for a long time without being discovered. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that is, a, but the, the problem is there is a way to discover if somebody ever slips an air tag onto you. Now, I found that because I have personally been stalked myself. If you have an iPhone and someone slips an air tag onto your person that is not registered to your account, your iPhone after 24 hours will alert you to the fact that an air tag that is not registered with your apple id has been with you for a number of hours however if you don't have an iphone and you have an android phone it doesn't do that so that's quite scary there are ways in which you can tell if there's an air tag following you around however if you have an android device you have to download an app and it has to be on at the time otherwise it won't know so it's really easy these days to stalk somebody without them knowing. And if you've got something like that, they, they'll know your exact location. And I had that going on for a long time where they were turning up to places that I'd gone. And I'm like, how on earth do they know I'm here? Mm-hmm. It's, I, it's scary it's, to think how easy it is uh, these days um, to, to just – and how many people are out there potentially doing it um 
it, it is a scary thing to think about. However, uh, getting into what you were just saying, mm -hmm. uh, I'm not really well spun up on on all of that, what you were just talking about, the air tags and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, we could always, if you have any additional information on, on that. Yeah, I'll put it in the Discord. There is some, I have apps that you can put on your phone to check if there's a device following you. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad idea just to, you know, post mm. and have some additional reading if that interests anybody. Um, I know I'll probably read a little bit more about it because, you know, like I said, I don't know much about that aspect of. Um, yeah. And if you go to, if you have any concern that there might be something on your device, do you have Car Farm Warehouse over there? What is it? A car, anything called Car Farm Warehouse. Uh, like, not that I'm aware of, but I don't know everything about. Well, like any phone shop, anywhere, any reputable phone store, if you take your device into that store and say that you feel like you might be getting stalked, they will free of charge, generally check the device, hasn't got anything on. But I do have some software, some links to apps and things that will tell you, and it's free, it will tell you if you have got any tracking software on your phone whatsoever, and it will tell you what it tracks. So I'll post all that in the Discord. I've got the Android version and the Apple version. Yeah, I looked it up. And it looks like there's. It looks like it's over here. I don't know much about it at all. I mm -hmm. never heard of it. But um, it's a yeah. large phone shop, but they will, for free of charge, check your device to make sure there's no no um spying software on there because i actually had one on my old device and it was disguised as a calculator to look at it, it just looked like the generic app calculator oh, yeah it worked as a calculator it you could not tell by looking at it that it wasn't anything other than a calculator it's not until you dig into it and you look at what permissions the really easy way to look if you've got an app that you didn't personally put on your device if you go into the settings of that device and you go into permissions, it will tell you if it requires your location. Mm -hmm. If it requires your location and you didn't install it, disable the location abilities. If by any chance it won't let you, then you need to either delete that app or you need to take your phone back to factory settings, completely back to factory settings, and it should theoretically wipe that device of all tracking software. But these days, people don't have to do that. And depending on how obsessive they are, if they've got more money than sense and they are obsessive enough to do this, they can have that there is it is illegal. It's meant to be parental software, but they can have a copy of your text messages diverted to their phone. And they can see all your conversations. They can hear your phone call. They can hear your location. There are genuinely apps that exist like that today. And any anybody in here today could check that now, could go and look online and see that these exist and it is readily available to anyone. It is disguised as a parental control app. Mm -hmm. However, it is very, very sinister if used in the wrong hands. I like to see what my son's up to. He's eight years old, and yes, he has his own device. It has got considerable parental controls on it, so I can see what he's doing, but then he's a child, and I'm not using that in a stalking purpose. I'm using it as a concerned parent to make sure he's not accessing anything he shouldn't be. Yeah. However, I you you can get things that are will go to the next level so that 
Say, for example, if somebody put something on my phone and I went out, they'd not only be able to see where I was, but they would know who I was talking to. They could see who I, text messages I was getting. They could do anything like that. And if, if they wanted to show up where I was, that would tell them exactly where I was. It runs very much like the Find My iPhone app in the way of they will pinpoint your location and it will direct them to you. But you used in a sinister way. Oh, it, it's staggering just how easy they've made it for people to do things like that these days. So anybody that wants that, I'll drop the drop these information. Yes, I would, Discord. I would say definitely put some info in the Discord mm -hmm. um, on that because... Um, I know I'll look at some of it. I find that stuff interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, however, there may be uh, some use for that, uh, especially the location services. Um, I know there's a lot that goes into, if you pull up any article on the iPhone location services in particular, I don't know much about Android, but mm -hmm. iPhone, uh, people have posted uh, a myriad of articles about how, and what this location service is being turned on and how hard they have made it to turn it off. Like you have to go in through some quite a few steps to get to the place where you can turn it off. And even still, is it completely turned off? We don't know. Right. Um, so just a really quick way of doing this. This is Android. So anyone, that, I, my iPhone's dead. I can show you both on here. So really quickly to just do a really quick check of your apps. If you go into the settings and then, on in your settings there is where is it is it pri privacy and then permissions manager it's very similar for iphone it's just that unfortunately my iphone's dead and then location and it says 13 of 40 apps allowing permission and then if you check and make sure that every one of those apps you've allowed personally to access your location if by any chance that you haven't then if you click on it and then change the permissions to don't allow or just delete it completely. That should stop whoever put that on your phone off. It should cut them off completely. But it's so incredibly easy. I, like, I could do that. If I got hold of somebody's phone, it would take me, what, two minutes maximum. And then that means I could, if I really wanted to, track that person wherever they go. It's that easy. So just be careful where you put your phone. Yes. Not to scare anybody at the same Indeed. time. Um, awareness is, uh, you know, good. Awareness. Yes. Is and that's what it's all about here is just awareness. We're an awareness level show. Um, all the co concepts and uh, conversations we have on the Mental Health Hour, um, we're in no way, shape, or form uh, are a expert on these items. Uh, we've just lived through some hard times mm -hmm. uh, the two of us and as most people have and we want to spread awareness on um on these things as may is mental health awareness month um and we'll be doing somewhat of a special stream for that um we haven't hashed out what day we're gonna do but i think it's important that uh we do um matter of fact Maybe next week, um, next next episode will be our fiftieth episode, so that could be a perfect 
time to do something special for Mental Health Awareness Month is the mm -hmm. whole month of May. And then, of course, I think it was back in October, we had World Mental Health World, <laughs> World <laughs> Mental Health Day. Yes. Uh, I think it was October 10th. So we'll, no matter what day of the week it is, we'll be where or we'll be streaming um, an episode then, uh, as we did last year. Mm -hmm. um, hello, Danny Bruno. Uh, no, I am not mm -hmm. wearing makeup. <laughs> this is just uh, pure, pure Tim. Um, but yes, uh, back into the uh, topic at hand. Mm -hmm. um, the green screen. <laughs> no green screen today. Oh, don't no, get me started on the green screen. Yeah, that was that was quite a uh, that was quite a thing at the, the beginning of the episode in the in the green room uh, wrestling that thing it just wasn't I don't know we're still working out the mm -hmm. mechanics of it but like we said it's going to be more for our mental health moments which I'm actually due to post one or so of those uh, on the uh, YouTube channel um, and certainly please take a look at those uh, mm -hmm. we should put a banner up for those at some point as well uh, I can work on that as we after we get through slides, mm -hmm. and then yeah. So uh, Gemma has found some slides for us as we normally like to go through, and a, a short video clip. I don't know which you'd like to go. Do you want to do the video first? Sure, it's your show. I'm just here. Oh no, both. But go. Right. But I'm gonna pop the video up then. Wait, wait, when I find it. There we go. And then you have to take both of us down. Yeah. So I'm just going to put a little video on, just real short. It just explains what we've gone through. And then we'll come back and talk some more. So here we go. Stalking. That's the big word. But what does stalking actually mean? It doesn't just mean a stranger ambushing you from the bushes or lurking through the window. It can also mean... Disturbing emails, non-stop phone calls, creepy letters, and social media abuse. It means the other person ignores your no. It means you are forced to change your life routine for months or even years. Oh, and it's not flattering or funny. <laughs> A serious crime. So, if you're being followed, if there are eyes on you wherever you go, if you are scared to open the door, or your mailbox, or your text messages, if you jump every time the phone rings, if you haven't had a good night's sleep for a very long time, then this is stalking. 80% of stalking victims are women, 20% are men. More than 80% of people are stalked by someone they know. Such as an ex-partner, an acquaintance, a colleague or ex-colleague, or a family member. One in six women and one in 12 men are stalked at some point in their life. If you feel you're being stalked, if you feel stuck, if you feel alone, you don't have to go through it alone. 
If you are worried about stalking, National Stalking Helpline is here for you. National Stalking Helpline. Call 0808 802 0300. There we go. Whoops. 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 For you guys, I didn't see the number itself, but uh, regardless, uh, we have <clears throat> all crisis hotline numbers and stuff available on the Discord. Um, mm -hmm. And we have started a new Twitter community, trying that out. We've sent some invites out to you guys. Um, mm -hmm. So we will obviously update all of our stuff uh, with any information. As always, feel free to reach out to either Gemma or I, um, if you need additional information privately, um, et cetera. Um, yes. That being said, uh, we'll continue on. Um, you go ahead and drop whatever you want. To right. So we have this um, so, stalking behaviors. There we This is new. So this is fun. Uh, consider the stalking acronym for uh, the behaviors being fixated, obsessive, unwanted, and repeated. Um, so there's acronyms for everything out there, of course, uh, this being one of them. Um, any fixated or obsessive behavior is certainly uh, bordering on stalking um especially if this is unwanted that's the i think the biggest word mm -hmm. that of the four words up there unwanted uh attention um that's obsessive and repeated uh is obviously something is of a red flag and needs to be reported um don't just let this this kind of stuff slip by um oh it'll it'll end um this that or the other it, you know, it'll go away by itself. Some of it and a lot of the um, stalking behaviors, especially somebody that's like well entrenched in this stalking behavior, will not quit. In fact, it intensifies um, the more it's ignored. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like they want you to know they're watching. Um, so please, uh, obviously, report everything, um, even if it's smaller, what you might consider. Um, insignificant uh it's all about safety mm -hmm. and uh, certainly if you're feeling unsafe you want that to be known and you want to be with people uh, and not unguarded and what have you uh depending on what your situation may be mm -hmm. uh, everybody is obviously is different okay yeah i pop this one on so common Common stalking behaviors, uh, again, unwanted contact. That's the big word there, unwanted. Um, spreading rumors, that's something that uh, I guess goes with everything because you can't get away from rumors no matter where you go. Um, yeah. uh, following and spying, showing up places, obviously big red flags here. Um, if you've cut ties with a person or 
Um, it's, it's one thing to bump into somebody at the grocery store a few months down the road. Oh, hey, hi, how are you doing? Uh, fancy seeing you here. But if you're seeing them at places at, uh, you know, at every turn, uh, that's a little um, suspicious. Mm-hmm. And then waiting for the victim or leaving gifts, um, you know, the, going back to the relationship side of things, a broken relationship, um, a lot of people believe that uh, gifts and what have you are a good way to try and get you back. Mm. Uh, if they're obsessively trying to bring you back into the picture and, and trying to win you back over and what have you, um, gifts are, are pretty common. Uh, anything from from you there, Gemma? Um, with the spreading rumors thing, a lot of that has got to do with the fact that they are trying to further isolate you from other people. Because if they can get people who perhaps you are friends with, for example, mm-hmm. start doubting you about things, spreading rumors about bad things, then they are wanting to further isolate you so that you've got no allies to turn to so that you've got no one to confide in and that way that's further making it easier for them then to continue this behavior because if they are pushing you further and further away from your friends and from people that you can trust and confide in Mm -hmm. that's making it a lot easier for them and that's it's like like when we spoke about the narcissistic behavior and things like that that's kind of in that way what they're wanting to do to further isolate you to make it easier for them to continue the behavior that they are doing but um yeah let's uh, have a look at this one yeah. all right and uh one in six women <clears throat> versus one in 17 men experience stalking so we haven't really touched on uh the, the man versus woman side of stalking. Apparent, mm-hmm. uh, you know, according to statistics, of course, um, not our own statistics, uh, just statistics out there online mm-hmm. that uh, anybody can look up. Um, one in six women. These these numbers, of course, are um, relative, and I'm sure you can find other uh, information as well. Mm-hmm. But it appears that. Uh, women are stalked a great deal more than men. Um, I know um, from some of my dealings, you know, with uh, friends and stuff and talking with with folks is uh, men definitely take, I think, and I don't want to throw something out there that's going to be controversial or anything, but I feel like men take uh, an unwanted breakup extremely hardly and maybe hard more hard than than women do uh Mm -hmm. thoughts on this because like i said i don't want to throw out something controversial there i'm just speaking from sheer experience you know talking with my Mm -hmm. friends such some of my guy friends have taken it severely hard where Mm -hmm. uh, some of my female friends have, have, have moved on rather quickly yeah i think as well for men i think because of all the things that are put out there into the world and what I guess society expects men find it difficult or more difficult to come out and talk about those things you only have to look at a very 
popular court case that's going on at the moment with all that stuff. I'm not going to get into it too much, but it's just everything, like, everything that can happen can happen to both men and women. Um, I feel like, like, since there's definitely with with all that and it, it does it does happen to both and yes, I think absolutely. it's it's harder I think for men to try and generally reach out and get help because I and that might be mm. that might be exactly what it is. Uh it may be a um let me take this down real quick. I think that's what society's conditioned everybody to think that. It may be that men are, um, yeah, like Craig's saying, men aren't allowed to lose. Um, mm-hmm. And that men are, are, we hold a particular standard of pride where we can't ask for help and we can't uh, be seen weak. So, and we always try and fix things ourselves. We're fixers. Um, if there's a problem, I'm going to fix it. Mm-hmm. on my own without anybody's help because I can do it and I can handle my own life and this, that, and the other. Um, it's like a sign so, of, people see it as a sign of weakness, I think, sometimes, especially in some, like Demi said, some cultures and things like that. It seem, it's like it's deemed as a, a sign of weakness, a sign of not being manly enough if you're having this happen to you and you can't reach out. So for that reason and not wanting to be ashamed of it, they don't say anything. Mm-hmm. So that might that that could explain how the numbers sway the way they do. Um, let me take a look at what Hattie has here. Years ago, while working at a grocery store, my good friend had a stalker, and she didn't realize the guy. Was, I started to notice the patterns and make sure. Having taken credit, I didn't understand until we said. Yeah, and uh, uh, that is also a huge um, thing to discuss as well. Is the is the um, unknowing the the unknown um we kind of were getting into that a little bit in the beginning of the episode is uh with with these phones and what have you mm-hmm. uh, it, it you're so oblivious sometimes to uh what is actually happening and it's through no fault of your own it's uh mm-hmm. it, you don't get uh you know something go off in your head uh like a bat signal or whatever that somebody is mm-hmm. Looking at your profile or this, that, and the other. There's, there's all kinds of things that happen, and and we're just completely unaware of. So yeah, definitely. And like, the the worst thing is when somebody becomes totally obsessed and fixated, and like when you've had relationship breakdowns and they can't come to terms with the fact that it's you've broken up with them and it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I did when, if you think you're being followed, physically followed. Like the one piece of advice I can give is what I do is try and backtrack and go. Like if you're driving or walking, try and make sure you go an obscure way and then end up coming back on yourself so that you end up in the same position more than once. Because then if they are still there, then you have to question, you know, I've totally just backtracked on myself. Why are they still with me? Yeah. That can't be a coincidence. So make sure to double check that this is what's happening and it's not just a coincidence that they're going the same way without being too obvious try and backtrack on yourself so you end up in the same space more than once yeah and that will maybe confirm what's going on and then the best thing to do 
if you are driving is to try and drive to a local police station or something. Just drive straight there. Don't get go home. To, get yourself to a place of safety. Mm -hmm. Police station yeah. is a great idea. Yeah. A lot of uh, times that's a, a big deterrent anyway. You know, if somebody sees you near the, the police station, mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're going to back off pretty quickly. And oh, that, yeah. that's that's the uh, that's the hope at least. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, right. We'll pop this one on. There we go. Oh, stalking is uh, making unwanted phone calls again. The big word, unwanted. Um, unsolicited uh, letters, emails, cards, gifts, etc. Um, following or spying, um, especially on a current or former partner, and that's something that we haven't touched on. Um, we just talk about the ending of a relationship, but this could be totally going on in a current relationship. Oh yeah. From a jealous, uh, you know, significant other mm -hmm. um, that doesn't 100% trust you and your um, faith to them. Um, yes, this happens all the time. Current uh, partners are well known for uh, stalking behavior. Um, mm -hmm. They may not be full on following you around, but the, they uh, are most likely going through your phone un unwanted, um, mm -hmm. et cetera, going through your messages. Um, and that is uh, harassment uh, behavior. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, waiting at places uh, for you, um, knowing, knowing your life and schedule helps, obviously. So that we see that more in the, uh, and the partners um, uh, leaving unwanted items again gifts um, and persistently posting information or spreading rumors so obsessively and persistently um, running a smear campaign on you basically uh, because you know they're just throwing a fit they didn't get what they want they're acting like a, a toddler and, and uh, they want the world to know um, Gemma anything further on that um definitely with the current partner because that's something that i experienced and certainly at the time wouldn't have put the two as the same kind of thing with stalking and stuff but definitely uh current partners and things especially if they've been cheated on in the past that can sometimes bump up the well that person cheats so everyone's going to and it bumps up there wanting to i guess check that that's not going to happen again but at the end of the day Without trust, you have nothing. And if that person doesn't trust you mm -hmm. and can't trust you enough to leave your phone alone and your personal belongings, because no matter what, yes, you are in a relationship, but that is your personal property. And if you are in a relationship with someone who loves you equally, then they won't give you anything to doubt them about. Um, you can, if you are in a relationship with somebody and you've gone through everything and discussed it with them, how you feel, how you've been made to feel by previous partners and things. Have an understanding. I know somebody that um, I have a friend who has one day a week where they will sit down and talk to each other about what, I guess, what, what messages and stuff they've had, each to their own in that department. But personally, like... Obviously, I'm not in a relationship at the moment, but when I have been, I've, I've always been under the illusion that, you know, without trust, what do you have? What, you know, you should be able to trust the person you're, you're with and 
if they're, if they're going to cheat and stuff, then no amount of checking anyone's phone is going to do stop that. Right. Going to do it. So you know, you, there's plenty of other red flags you'll see without. Yep. Danny uh, Danny Bruno has brought up a, a good point there. That's also a good survival technique out there if you get you know lost or whatever on on a hike. Uh, but. Mm -hmm. If you're at a place where you don't have um, phone signal, um, run it back up here again. Um, you can always change your voicemail uh, intro um, mm -hmm. and leave any message you want there. So when people do try and call you and they can't get through, obviously, they will hear this. And uh, hopefully it will be enough to help um, find your location. Um, so mm -hmm. thank you, Danny. Um, very good piece of information there. Um, and Hattie uh, coming through with checking the front and back seats of your car um, before getting in at night, uh, especially if you're in a vulnerable situation or a situation in which we are discussing tonight, mm -hmm. kind of uh, back and forth with a partner, um, a current partner or a, a former partner, whatever it may be, just things to keep in mind. So thank you guys for for that and we'll continue on yeah another good thing to do as well like if you are alone traveling somewhere if you have a friend that you trust that you can share your location to or if you're with someone and say i'm i'm coming home or whatever like you can share your location so that they can see where you're at so that you know they know you're gonna arrive safely things like that yeah. and then there is actually a couple of videos out there um, I'm currently working on something at the moment where if you are in a situation where, for example, you're in a taxi or something and you are concerned about, like, the person you're with, it's like a, a fake, I forget what they call it now, but it's like a fake phone call reply so you can pretend you're on the phone to somebody and play mm -hmm. this through and as though, like, it's on speaker or something and you can say hello and it's an audio recording, and this person will reply, and the type it comes up on the screen what to reply with. So this person, for example, will answer the phone, but it'll say, hello, where are you? So it's like a fake conversation. And that way, if you feel like you're in danger, they, they will believe that there is someone actually waiting for you, somebody watching for you or sharing your location. That once got me out of a very tricky situation mm -hmm. where I'd been out with some friends and I wasn't quite sure about the situation I was in. Uh, so there's all sorts of things that you can get to help with that as well. But as I say, I will share everything in the Discord because I've got quite a lot of information on this myself. Awesome. And yes. then the uh, last yep. slide. Can you read that? Yeah, <clears throat> I got it up on my phone. Um, so this one is stalking and domestic violence, um, an important uh, thing to throw in as well. Because um, stalking and harassment in that sense is um, pretty non-invasive, like uh, as far as uh, physical abuse or what have you, but it can lead to domestic violence as well. Um, Obviously, tempers flare, uh, emotions boil over, um, and unfortunately, um, some abuse may occur, some violence. Um, so over half of stalking offenders are current or former 
intimate partners. So that's a big number. Um, over 50% of stalkers um, are current or former um, partners, as we've been talking about. Some others being uh, acquaintances, strangers, family members, or persons of authority. Um, family members trying to keep tabs on. They've got that app Life360. That is pretty popular. It's a great app um, for uh, a family to keep in touch with one another, but it can also be used to, uh, it can be used in, in an inappropriate way as well, as far as stalking and harassment goes. Um, it's often co-occurring. Uh, with, uh, if an abuser follows, tracks, watches, excessively contacts, sharing images of, threatens and or otherwise scares their intimate partner it is domestic violence. Um, mm -hmm. It needs uh, to be addressed. Um, stalking can happen before, during, and after um, a domestic violence relationship. Mm -hmm. um, so looking at some of the numbers about relationships, 43% of stalking occurs after the relationship. So that's your highest number there. Um, obviously, like we've been talking about, um, trying to win back over or not dealing with it, not processing the end, not grieving the end of a relationship will lead to this kind of behavior. 21% um, during and 36% uh, are both. Um, so obviously if you're seeing warning signs in the relationship, you can probably feel safe in guessing that it will continue after the relationship is over mm -hmm. or ended. Um, both stalking and domestic violences are prevalent uh, in the U.S. Uh, this is U.S. only. Sorry, Gemma. Um, we went over the numbers: one in sixteen, or one in six women, and one in seventeen men um, are stalked. Uh, when it comes to domestic violence, it's one in four women, one in seven men. Mm -hmm. Again, we'll post some more information about this in the Discord after the show is over as well. Yeah. Uh, all stalkers can be dangerous, but intimate partner stalkers on average pose the greatest threats to their victims. They're more likely uh, to know, um, oh, I'm sorry, they're more likely than non-IP intimate partner uh, stalkers to physically approach the victim, use weapons, escalate the behavior, uh, et cetera. So they're, basically what that's saying is they're already comfortable with you. Um, you were in a relationship. Um, it's nothing for them to put hands on you if they, they won't be deterred as easily as somebody that doesn't know you uh, at all. Um, the, they'll gonna, they'll most likely they'll escalate the situation quicker because they're already comfortable with you. Um, of course, that comes from however long the relationship may have been. Um, 85% of stalking often precedes intimate partner homicide. Um, 85% often precedes intimate partner homicide. So, of course, like we said earlier, this can escalate all the way to homicide. And please, you know, even if you feel like it's insignificant, make sure it's reported. Somebody is aware of what's going on. It's very important to... Um, let your situations known. 81% um, of women who are stalked by a current or former husband or cohabiting partner 
um, were also physically assaulted. Uh, and then two, the average duration of intimate partner stalking is two years. Um, and that's a number that we'll have to look more into. I might post an article on that myself uh, in the Discord. Two years is the average duration of this. Um, that being said, um, those are just some numbers um, that we've come across and uh, important things to go over and remember uh, that um, these situations can escalate, especially mm -hmm. if it's a former partner and somebody that's comfortable with you. Um, it can escalate rather quickly if it's unchecked. And uh, again, um, like I said, I feel like the stalking and harassment side of things is like bullying. Um, and if bullying goes uh, unnoticed or it, they're, they're not getting the reaction they want, they'll either turn up the, the gas on the fire or, the back, or they will back off. In this situation, I doubt it's going to be the latter. I think they're going to turn up the gas. Oh, yeah. Um, bullies can just move on. Uh, bullies aren't focused really on one particular person like a stalker is. Um, bullies can move on to somebody else that does uh, elicit the reaction they're looking for. Um, yeah. So you're, you're more likely to see things kind of flame out with, with bullies, but stalkers are focused on you and you only. And if they're not getting um, noticed, seen, um, what they want, you know, this, that, and the other, they're going to turn up the gas and things are going to escalate uh, and definitely already have the potential to escalate. So be cognizant of um, everything going on, uh, especially when ending a relationship with somebody that you already know is uh, has exhibited signs of harassment and, and physical abuse, um, domestic violence, emotional violence. Um, it doesn't always have to be physical. Mm -hmm. um, just any warning signs or flat red flags in your mind is good enough and be cognizant of your surroundings. And that is all I have for uh, this slide, Gemma. Yeah. Um, so with the domestic side of breaking up with somebody, that's, that is what happened to me. Um, if you have an inkling that somebody that you have been in a relationship with, that you're going to break up with somebody, does have those traits. Definitely, when we say about getting an exit plan, make sure that informing people of the potential that this could turn nasty once the relationship is over also is a possibility, then make sure you tell people. Now, over here in the UK where I'm from, because this was what happened, I was aware that things were amiss for a while and I did eventually share that with both the police. Originally it was my GP, then the police. And over here we have something called a MARAC and it is um, like the, it's a meeting of like people where information is shared and if you are placed on a high-risk domestic abuse or MARAC form, then it's different sectors of people that will be involved in your case. It's documented on your medical records and everything else. People who you are likely to have 
face-to-face contacts with so that they know that you are at risk. However, it's not meant to be divulged to anybody else outside yourself, basically, and these agencies that are connected with you. And if you are deemed... when I When I was getting out of the relationship, I was actually given a phone that was from the police, and all I had to do was hold down one button and it would connect me to the police. They were fully aware that I may or may not speak on this phone, but it would be able to track my exact location straight away. They would be able to hear what I was, what was going on. They would be able to see what was going on just by me holding and connecting with that one button. Mm-hmm. And because my stalking went on for a number of years after the relationship, it was going on during as well, which I didn't, I wouldn't have classed it as stalking until I'd really looked into it and gone through everything because you don't think you can be stalked by a current partner I don't think but you very much can be and certainly for me I was having I was definitely having the unwanted gifts I had an RIP sign stuck to my door with flowers I had dead rodents posted through my letterbox it was all about um scaring me and Um, cutting me off from other people so that I didn't have anybody that I felt that I could go and turn to because Mm -hmm. the idea for this person doing this was to scare me into wanting me to go back to them, feeling like I couldn't cope without them. And it went on for a number of years um, to the point where I thought to myself, like, you know, I'm going to have to do something about this. I'm going to have to tell people again and the police did became involved and this person was giving a restraining order in the end um it's 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 also known as a non-molestation order over here um and it just means that they're not allowed to contact you they're not allowed to be in the same place as you um obviously it's a public place like a doctor's surgery and they happen to be there because they are registered with the same doctors as long as they don't come near you but that wasn't the case for me because when the, the relationship broke up, they would be registered at different doctors. For example, they had no need to be in my area. So definitely if any of these things that we've discussed are sticking in your head as, you know, my partner does that or so-and-so does that, make notes of it, make dates, keep a, a journal of mm-hmm. everything that's going on dates times what it is photographs if you can like if they leave something photograph it everything Uh, build up build it up not not until you've got a solid case to then present to the police um if it if it is happening report it to the police even just little bits because you can you will be given like a log number or a crime number which you can ring up and say i want to add some more information onto the log number whatever it is and they will keep it on the system till there's enough to then go and give them this restraining order, non molestation order, to the point where then it would be absolutely categorically illegal to come anywhere near you and that they can be arrested if this is the case. But the main thing to keep throughout all of this, as we said about boundaries and things like that in the past, when we've mentioned boundaries, knowing your boundaries, make sure that other person knows that that is your boundary and you, you don't want this. If you see them, if you have an inkling that this is what's going on, let them know that you know, but be careful at the same time and just say, like, 
do you know what I don't I don't appreciate this or I don't like this or I don't want this. I, I don't want you to do this. And make sure that you are very clear with them that it's unwanted. Because then there is no comeback and say, well, oh well, I didn't know you didn't want these gifts, especially if it's gifts and things like, no, I, I didn't I don't want this. I don't, you know, appreciate this. Um, and regarding with the social media and things like that, lock it down. There is a very good reason why I don't use my surname online. Uh, I mean, it's not impossible to find. However, I, with me going through the stalking and stuff, I didn't want the people to be able to easily look me up. And you would be able to do that with my surname. It's not a common one. Jim. So, uh, yeah, definitely try and, even if you've got to change, take your last name out of things, if it's something like that, or change it up. Yes. But make sure you confide in people. That's the biggest thing. Don't go it. Don't go it alone. Hey, Jim. <laughs> Jim, welcome. Uh, we are talking stalking and harassment tonight. Uh, well, we have we have talked about that. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it is time to wrap up the show, uh, and I have to get back to little Penelope. Um, yes. So Mama can have a rest as she let me get a good bit of sleep last night. Thank. Thankfully, um, but uh, it, it's been a great episode. Um, mm -hmm. I highly recommend the replay. Uh, and like I said, uh, uh, two, one or two days, I'll have it um, uploaded on YouTube. It's a little bit more clean cut and everything like that. Uh, wrapping it up, though, as always, if there's any questions, uh, please feel free to reach out to our DMs. Um, use our bio link. Uh, as I've posted there in the chat. However, it is also right there, HTTPS, uh, bio.link slash TMHH. Uh, and there you go for for any questions, anything mental health hour related. If you want more from us, more content, uh, the YouTube channel is in there. There's all kinds of good stuff on the YouTube channel. Um, and there is plenty of um, resources available as well. Um, the Discord has been mentioned several times. Please uh, feel free to take advantage of our Discord channel. Join, and uh, it's, it's a great place for support. Um, we have some great people in there, as Naomi uh, Hattie puts it in there for us. Thank you. Yeah, much, thank you. Much obliged uh, to our, our mod, Hattie, uh, doing an excellent job for us during the stream. Um, mm -hmm. We thank you, as always, Hattie, for being here and for helping out with the show and all the socials. Um, Hattie has, has been a great asset to us, and we're glad Definitely. to have her on board. Mm -hmm. um, and thanks to everybody that's stopped in. Thanks to our live viewers. We really appreciate you, as always. Um, you guys, like I said at the beginning, you guys are the show, so we want to do this. Uh, all, all commentary good or bad, what you want to see is always welcome. So um, again, for all things bunny, Ella the bunny mom, let me get it unblurred. There she is. There's this, this isn't, <laughs> but this is some of her merchandise. Uh, there's all kinds of goodies available at mybunnyvalentine.com. Use the promo code firedude15 to save 15% um, off your order. Great for kids, great for Anybody really? The the gifts are there's a wide range of uh, electronics, um, 
clothing, jewelry, um, anything and everything, Ella has it available for you. And all proceeds go to help her and her mission to rescue bunnies everywhere. Um, you can catch Ella streaming usually late at night, uh, playing some ukulele with her rabbit, puppy cat, uh, her bunny rabbit, um, who is uh, always on stream with her. Um, so please pop by for a visit there and uh, certainly um, take uh, advantage of the Discord, like we said. I think, mm -hmm. uh, oh, I did want to also uh, do a couple program uh, notes for tonight. Tonight, as always, we have uh, Catalyst with Jim in Chicagoland live tonight at 11 p.m. Eastern. That's 8 p.m. Pacific. Um, if you don't know Catalyst, it's been around for going on five years. Uh, Jim does a great broadcast uh, that coincides well with this one. Um, it's it's not uh, your normal sit in front of the uh, screen and watch somebody in a hot tub or cook or play video games. No, you get to watch uh, a candle burn and uh, or pretty soon the fire pit. He'll be outside for the fire pits. Um, and that's the main focus and uh, just talking community. Um, mm -hmm. Air out whatever you want to. Uh, Jim's there, he, as he says, to listen, learn, and support, as everybody is in the comments. It's a great program, and we love it here on the Mental Health Hour. Um, I'm usually in there. Gemma's usually in bed because it's a little late, but uh, uh, mm -hmm. I'm usually there milling about as well. Um, also, adding on to our program notes, uh, we'd like to thank Ray, a Ray of Sunshine 21, for being a constant sponsor of this show. And um, his his stream, he puts out Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. and then Wednesdays at 4 p.m., um, a ray of sunshine with Ray. Uh, great positive streams. He, he goes over some stories uh, and, and such. Uh, positivity is what he likes to spread as well. So we want to give a shout out to Ray. Please give him a follow and a watch. Uh, and if you're so inclined, share him out as well. Um, and that is all I have. Gemma, did you have something? I was just going to really quickly show how qu really quickly how to check the tracking on your iPhone, if that's all right. If you want to do it on here, that's fine. Or if you wanted to record sure the video. Real quick. Settings, oh. privacy down the bottom, location services at the top, and then it will show you all the apps that you've got that's tracking your location and then it should like it should be for the majority of the apps you want while you while using or when shared however again make sure all of those apps are what you've given permission for if you're not sure turn it off get rid of it but that's how easy it is on an iphone i'll stick it all in the discord as well but uh, just wanted to really quickly show you there real quick awesome Awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, we will be back again next week for the 50th episode of the Mental Health Hour. Um, Gemma and I will talk about that tonight or tomorrow, uh, depending. Um, and we'll see. If you have any ideas for the 50th episode, please drop them in the Discord. <clears throat> but it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And it will most likely be geared, uh, geared towards that. Um, 50th episode is a nice milestone. 
um, and what better way to celebrate during Mental Health Awareness Month. So awesome, awesome, awesome. And we will see you guys back here next week. Till then, we bid you adieu. Thank you.